Welcome to the Teen Financial Freedom Podcast with co-hosts Jacob and Terry. Teen Financial Freedom is a personal finance blog run by teens who are on a mission to equip their peers with the knowledge, resources, and understanding they need to become financially free for the rest of their lives. Hey guys, welcome to another episode of the Teen Financial Freedom Podcast. I'm here with Donnie again today, and today we're going to be talking about something pretty fun. Our episode title for today is Millionaires Don't Buy These Things, and it's all based on this consumerism mindset that is so intertwined into our culture today. When you think about all of the marketing and ads that you see to try to get you to buy things and to make you feel like you are missing out if you don't um, buy this newest gadget. I mean, just think about like the iPhone over the last 10 years or so, like how every year, I mean, sometimes there's like two in a year, they come out with a new iPhone and you always feel like you need to go get the newest one. And I know that's actually something that I've kind of struggled with. I kind of told myself that I would like get a new upgrade every three years. And I, I don't even go to the newest one. Like for example, right now, like the iPhone 12 was, is the newest one, but I was going to, I was just considering going from my current iPhone seven to an iPhone 10. But then I started thinking like, hold on a minute, nothing's wrong with my phone right now. Like everything works fine. I was a little disappointed because I had a big old scratch in my screen protector, but I was like, why don't I just get a new screen protector and a new case instead of getting a whole new phone um, and save a hundred, a couple hundred bucks. And so I think that's just like a big issue in our society I and mean, really world too, but especially in America, just as consumerism mindset, always thinking that you need the new upgrade, um, that you got to just keep up, keep up with the Joneses really. Um, and so Donnie, what are, what are a couple of the things that you think millionaires, um, don't buy? Yeah. So I wrote a blog a long time ago, listing like nine or 10 things that millionaires don't buy. And I could be like totally wrong that, you know, rich people do buy some of these things, but there's something that separate separates the rich from the super wealthy. So I would say that some of the things that wealthy people don't buy include like impulse buys, you know, buying like right on the spot, TV channels and video games, luxury brands. That's a big one because clothes are really not that <laughs> clothes really shouldn't be that expensive, <laughs> expensive cars, you know, and homes. Multiple credit cards, that's something that we can talk about later on. Uh, late fees, they don't, you know, they don't have late fees because they know that it can charge extra money. And lastly, fast food and junk food, because that's not healthy and you're just, you know, wasting money on food that's not even healthy. For sure. I kind of want to um, interject here with just personal finance advice in general. I mean, the whole idea behind reaching a stage of financial freedom is that you need to spend less than you make. And people, you know, another, another way to say that is to live below your means. And I heard it explained pretty well recently when I read a book by, by JD Roth, it was called like how to achieve financial independence or something like that. But he basically explained this concept called personal profit. You know, everybody loves profit, but when you hear profit, you think of business, you know, and you think of, you know, how much money is the business really taking home 
after they've paid um, all of their expenses. But when you think about it, like your savings rate in personal finance is the exact same thing as profit. But for some reason, they're like people just don't like the word savings really. Like, oh, you're saving money. Like, like some people that are in this personal finance community are like, yes, go you, you know, you're saving money. But a lot of people outside of the community are just like, savings doesn't seem that attractive to them. Um, but when you when you switch your mindset and instead consider that that savings rate, the difference between your income and your expenses, when you consider that to be profit instead, I think it kind of changes the way you look at things. And so the whole reason I brought this up was because I think once a huge pattern that people follow is, is once you get a high paying job, you start spending a lot more money. Like for example, we were just talking with um, Dan Sheiks the other day about how um, one of his uh, or this wasn't Dan Sheiks, this was on one of his calls with Rob Phelan. And he was talking about how once you graduate from college and you get your first like real high paying job, a big mistake that a lot of people make is immediately going and spending all of this new money that they got. When instead, if right away they would have decided, you know what, I'm going to save 50% of everything I make, you would almost, you would never realize that you had this much money to begin with, because what you, what you spend it will always kind of be enough for you. You'll, you'll figure it out. You'll, um, you know, you'll figure out how to be that frugal. But I think a lot of, a lot of people just, as soon as they get that, that pay raise, that new job, whatever, they immediately go and buy um, so many new things just to use that extra money that you earned. Um, but instead, if you were to live below your means and take a bit more personal profit from that, I mean, that's how you're going to accelerate um, your, your wealth snowball. That's how you're going to um, eventually reach a stage of financial freedom. Yeah. All of these things that I mentioned like before, like if you need, to, if you, if you really think that they can get you happiness, then yeah, go for it. It's not like we're telling you not to buy any of these things. If, you know, like you can't buy any of these things. That's totally not it. But you got to ask yourself, is this going to make you happy? Because most likely the answer is probably is probably going to be no, because you don't need these things to, to get you happiness. For sure. I mean, I think one of your points on here, too, is is to buy experiences, not things. And I think that's really what a lot of people um, I think that could change a lot of people's mindset on um, just this whole consumer consumerism mindset. And instead of trying to um, fill up your, your room, your house with all this stuff, what if instead you filled up your mind with all these experiences and memories um, from your life? Because at the end of the day, you're not going to, I mean, when you die for one, none of, none of your stuff is going with you. I mean, regardless of what you believe in, um, your stuff is staying here on earth. And so, and granted, I guess your memories, depending on what you believe in might, might, um, not go with you either. But I think when you're lying on your, your deathbed, I think you're going to be remembering and enjoying the fact that you had all these experiences rather than things that you built up, um, in your, in your uh, life. And 
going off of what you just said about, um, you know, thinking about what truly makes you happy. I think one of the, one of the things people don't realize is that, I mean, one happiness doesn't come from stuff, but also life in it's like simplest form can bring you perfect happiness. I mean, and so just enjoy the simple moments, the day-to-day, you know, you can go out there and do things for free and have just as much happiness as you would um, from going and spending a lot of money. Yeah. Because experiences are the only true things that last because your, okay, your phone, that's probably going to crack. Your computer, that's probably going to shut down one day forever. You know, things don't last. That's the thing you need to realize experiences are the one thing that are going to stay with you forever for the rest of your life you know warren buffett he lives in a house that's worth 0.001 percent of his total wealth he bought it for thirty one thousand five hundred dollars in 1958 and guess what he still lives in it to the day you could buy a car for thirty one thousand dollars you know speaking of cars jeff bezos drives a honda accord and you know he could buy a lamborghini he could buy any car he wants yeah. But he chooses to drive a Honda. Think about how wealthy he must be to realize that a Lamborghini or like a Maserati, that's not going to bring him a happiness. Also, Mark Zuckerberg, he wears the same gray shirt and jeans. If you ever see him outside walking with his wife and his dog, he's going to wear the same gray shirt and jeans every day because he doesn't need expensive brands like Gucci buy him happiness. For sure. and I love all of those very specific examples of really wealthy people who are choosing to just live a modest life. And I I think it really shows their mindset on money. Um, And just the fact that even though now they have more money than they had when they were younger, they're not necessarily changing how, how they spend their money. And so that just kind of shows you that those fundamental thought processes were the reason that they got to the, the point they are in now. Um, and, and really, as I think about this, like we're talking about minimalism um, when you stop to think about it. And so, I, I mean, I've kind of adopted a mindset of minimalism over the last few years, and I think it's growing in popularity. But if you're at all sort of interested in what we've been talking about here today, just do a, a quick Google search on minimalism and you're going to be bombarded with so many different blogs um, YouTube videos, whatever about minimalism and kind of this growing movement that is, um, sort of founded on these ideas we've been talking about here today. Um, so if you're interested in that, um, check that out, but guys, that's pretty much going to wrap up our episode here today. I hope you guys enjoyed this. Um, and I, I hope you start to change your mindset when it comes to, you know, how you spend your money. And ultimately that's going to be one of the key aspects that gets you closer to financial freedom. Thank you for listening to the Teen Financial Freedom Podcast. We would greatly appreciate it if you could subscribe, leave a review, and share this with someone who needs it. 